Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast, everyone. My name is Doug. And my name is Justin. And we're so happy that you're here with us on whatever day it is, whatever time it is, whatever time of the year it is, whatever state of mind you're in, we're glad that you're here with us and we're here with you. I agree. This it is... doesn't matter if you're in a happy state of mind, in a sad state of mind, in a New York state of mind. Mm. Doesn't it, matter. This we're is happy a, to have you here. This is an affirmations podcast episode. So get it's ready. very true. We're going to talk we're gonna about tell, it. We're going to tell you about how awesome you are and why you're good at your job and why you should feel uh, the value that you bring. More importantly, we're going to tell you if you're bald and it's sunny outside, why you should wear a hat, which is That's what true. I didn't do about a week ago. Uh, I was started out the day as like 40 degrees and raining and it ended up 67 degrees and sunny. I was outside and this head here got pretty burned. You can see a little bit of the remnants right here. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I peeled it's, off all of the skin yesterday. It was a real delight. It's funny because when we were doing a production meeting, you see the production meeting or the other meeting we had uh, the other day, I thought it was just a glitch or like a, something on the screen. I didn't say anything, but yep, there it is. Yeah, that's exactly. I was like, hmm, something's red on Doug's head. Oh, well. Right there. That is, that does not look fun. Yeah, it's actually pretty good, because what I noticed is when I shaved my head, a lot of the skin started coming off, and I'm like, oh, wow. Oh. And I was like, huh, and I shaved, and then I came down, I was like, I put lotion on, I'm like, wow, that really stings! That burns! That's hot! And uh, it just kind of get got worse, and then, uh, you know, I was like, well, whenever I need to shave, I'll just shave all the skin off my head, you know? And then that sort of weakened it, and yesterday I was just peeling it off. Did, it's you, great. did you let Natalie peel it off at all? No. This, that's a peeling dad's thing. Peeling skin as a kid is so much fun. It's the best. I'm not going to lie. Well, peeling it as an adult, it's fun too. I was like, I kind of had, when I got like a good one, I was like, oh, I got a good one. It's like, like look at that. Woo. That's going in the save box. That's going to go right in there with my chicken pox scabs. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Thank we'll you. come back to that later and Thank we will pick it up on that. We will put that in our pasta, you know, as a nice little treat. You know what? You know a lot of people don't understand how uh, Italian restaurants get their pasta water seasoned so perfectly. There you go. It's, you know, scabs yep. from yep. chicken box. And now, you know, those aren't sun-dried dried tomatoes, y'all. Those are nope. chicken pox scabs. Look, not everyone watches as much Food Network as we do. I'm just saying. Yeah. Pepperoni Gianna pizza? About it. Not pepperoni right. pizza. Chicken pox scabs. If you watch that special Discovery Plus thing that uh, Giada and Bobby Flay go to Italy, they covered that on that show. That's right. Chickenpox gaps. 
Uh, well, before we get started, let's start with some housekeeping, which I've forgotten to do the last couple episodes. Let's start at the top. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to derail Doug at all. I'm going to nope. let him get into this. All right. So here's the deal, gang. I want to take a moment. It's that time again where we need to ask you a favor. All right. Mm-hmm. We don't ask this often. About once every 67 episodes, we bring this up. Okay. It's very random, but it's very powerful. All right. And that is if you're listening to us on the podcast, whatever you're listening to us, wherever you're doing it, please just take a moment and go and rate us and review us. Just just take a moment. If you're on your iPhone, open it up and go go to your little library and then just, you know, click on the little rating, give it a rating, and then if you could just take a, a minute or two and just write a review. You know, we don't care. Reviews, it'd be great. It would mean the world to us if you just take a second to do that because... It affects, you know, just our podcast, how it's viewed, and all sorts of stuff like that. So if you wouldn't mind, if you just take that moment and do that, we'd appreciate it. All right. Now that's out of the way. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify. We're there. That's all I got to say about that. We're there if you want to check that out. Also, come join our Discord server. Man, we played... We got together as a group last night organically and played some special games. uh, Just Discord folks. And uh, it was... Genital jousting, which is that game. That game, man, I don't even know if I could stream that on Twitch. I wonder if I'd get pulled for doing that. But I got to tell you, Justin. Yeah. It was everything I thought it would be and more. It's it's a game that you probably play once or twice and you laugh your ass off and then you're like, I don't feel comfortable playing this anymore after that. Uh, My goodness. Okay. It, the, just the opening sequence is like, hey, just so you know, this game has a lot of penises. And then when it starts the tile screen, you hear this big slopping, slapping sound, and it's a bunch of dicks that land, and they all form the title of genital jousting. You know what it reminds me of? Did you ever watch? Did you watch Big Mouth or not? I mean, I watched the first two seasons. It's like Maury's the hormone monster, Maury's dicks. Yes, like what he calls his children. Yeah, it's just he's got this like gaggle of dicks that Mm -hmm. follow him around. That feels very similar to how, like, I imagine these dicks moving. Yeah, it was uh, it was a wild game, man. Like, you have to, like, to start it, it's like, hold down for consent. Like, and you have to, it's like your consent meter's going up. And then we were just playing some party games, and they <laughs> So, you're essentially uh, a dick and balls, but at the, at the intersection of your balls, there's also a butthole. So, what can happen most times is you can put your dick in someone else's butthole that's also their balls. And sometimes... Oh, that was what that screenshot of the centipede, the human centipede yep. was. That's okay. one of the games was to make a All circle. Right. Like, if you could get everyone in, or if it's just two of you, then you got the points. Sometimes you had to eat the most food, but you had to eat with your butthole. And the things that were dropping were brown, so it looked like you were eating poop through your butthole. It was wild, man. It was so, so wild. And, uh, I mean, I was laughing. It was strange. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 weird, man. It's a weird game. But it was fun. And then we played Mount Your Friends, which was great. It was, it was really good. Noah is a master of that game. It was very fun. And then we played Golf with Friends, which is a very wholesome game. <laughs> which is very good. But all that to say, Discord, we come together, we play games, we have fun. It was a great time just hanging out, shooting the shit with everyone while we were playing these games. I was just streaming within our Discord so people could watch if they couldn't play, and it was very enjoyable. So come join our Discord. In order to do that, head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. In our About section, you'll find a little box that says Discord. Just click on that. You'll be invited right in. Come join us. Come hang out. It was great. It was so, so good. 
Uh, also, don't you forget, we have merch on Redbubble. Head over to redbubble.com, search for MindGap Podcast, and you'll find all sorts of goodies you can have with the MindGap logo and the I Will Haunt Your Butt logo as well, which is really cool. So you can get yourself something really cool and also support the podcast all at the same time. And lastly, but not leastly, we stream video games every Saturday night at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. I don't know what the next one's going to be, but we've done lots of fun stuff. It's a great time. We're usually trying to find something fun to play either with you or just occasionally just be me fucking around on a game. But that's Saturday nights, 8 p.m. Central, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Drop a follow and turn on the notifications so it let you know whenever we go live so you can come hang out with us and it'll be a good time. So... That being yeah, said. I'm gonna throw this in here at the top because I usually throw it at the bottom. I don't know how many people listen to our uh, our normal outro, so like you just did, I'm gonna say, please, if you're listening to this and you like it, which I assume you do if you're listening, uh, share us around. Copy the link from wherever you are, or hit the share button, then copy the link, and just post us out randomly. It doesn't even have to be on the newest episode. Just say, hey. It's the podcast I normally listen to. I think you guys will like this too. They're not safe for work, but they're wholesome. That doesn't go together. But anyway, it goes a long way when you guys can share us around. So please share the podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And that concludes our housekeeping. Thank you for listening. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Um, So. Yeah. Doug, speaking of belching. And sipping on carbonated beverages. Yeah. Mountain Dew. Right? Oh, right. That's what we're starting with. I already <laughs> yes. forgot. I already forgot. That's you what we're already starting. let it go. Mountain Dew is reportedly releasing a cake smash flavor that tastes like dessert. Gross. It is called Mountain Dew Cake Smash. And on the bottle, it says, oop, I got to click on this. It says, do with a rush of artificial cake flavor. And it sounds awful. Absolutely awful. You were a Mountain Dew head when you were younger. No. No, I wasn't. That's false. You weren't? No. Because of one of the when dumbest reasons was that the, the thing was that the <laughs> yellow five killed your sperm. So everyone's yes. like, don't drink it, man. It'll kill your sperm. I thought you used to uh, guzzle that stuff in lieu of coffee to wake up in the morning. Mm-mm. Nope. That wasn't you? Nope, that Shit. wasn't me. That was my roommate in college did that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That Every day mistake. on the way, we would all walk to class. He wouldn't have breakfast. He'd get up, grab a Mountain Dew, and we'd be walking. Yeah. He'd be drugging a Mountain Dew. I'm like, Oof. yes, I was Surge. That's right, Slotty. I was a Surge guy. Ooh, Slotty coming in with the knowledge. That's right. I was a Surge man, and it was really, really good. I was pretty much uh, a soda aficionado. Like, I tried just about anything I could. And... uh I was was really sad in my more recently when I was uh, doing my facilitating my training classes as a corporate trainer when I was feeling really tired before I had to go train I'd be like uh, it's a it's a Mountain Dew day and I'd go get uh, a twenty ounce Mountain Dew and I'd drink it and I hated how much I enjoyed it because actually what happened was I was going to get a Pepsi out of the machine and I got a Pepsi and a Mountain Dew I got a bonus one. And I was like, well, I'm not going to not drink this. Like, it's here. I haven't had one of these in forever. I'm like, oh, this is going to be gross. I drink it. I'm like, I don't like how good this tastes. Like, this is way better, way better than I remember it being. And it became one of those things where, like, I don't like it. But if I need to infuse this into the day because I'm tired, I will. And I'm so glad I don't have that habit anymore. (laughs) 
that is that's where I remember you talking about it before. It was mm-hmm. it wasn't when you were younger, it was when you were facilitating. That's what I remember. Because you would come to the bar after we were done and you would be like, uh, didn't like you'd have your Pepsi and you're like, Yeah, I had to do a do again today. I did not like it. Like I remember you Ugh. would do it begrudgingly, which always cracked me up. Yeah. It was it's one of those things where I think back on my habits. Dude, I was having like a Pepsi a day, not even Diet Pepsi, just straight Pepsi a day as an adult. I'm like, man, what yeah. am I doing here? Like a 20 ounce? Ugh. Yeah. With just one? I thought. I mean, was, you, like, we were at assignment desk. That was different. Was, that was okay. That was, was a little different. That was different. That was because I was even drinking Coke Zero, which was different. For a second, right. I so much better. I switched back over to like the full fledged, full sugar, and I was yeah. like, like, what am I doing, man? I remember drinking that, and I had one of my teammates go, you know, I have a family member that died. You know, when they look back and they saw what, what caused it, she made a mention that they just saw all the soda cans and all that sort of stuff, and I was like, thanks. Cool. And then I was like, slurp. As I drank it. I was, the thing was, I knew. I was like, this isn't good, man. Yeah. This isn't good. I've got family members who are diet, specifically Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Not Pepsi, not anything. It's Diet Coke. Um, but just super fans. Like if they could have got like had Diet Coke bed sheets and pillows, they would have done that. You know, Diet Coke posters instead of like instead of Jonathan Taylor Thomas, they had you know Diet Coke on their wall. A nice sweating like, Coke on their wall. Ex- oh, so yeah, exactly. Like just in the, like a bikini sitting on the side, suggesting that maybe the Coke can wore this. Why? I don't yeah. know. It's sexy. Um, but like. I never understood, like, Diet Coke just loved it. And, uh, you know, look, it's a it can be a refreshing drink, but I've, I've never felt that kind of insane brand loyalty to a soda. I definitely had preferences. Like, looking back, I went through a phase where Diet Coke was the shit, but I think I've always been a Pepsi person at yeah. heart, which I know is, like, you know, a real problem, uh, regardless, because it's like, who gives a shit? But... Right. Um... Yeah, I mean, soda was used to be my one of my greatest vices. Like that was the one thing I was you I, I loved, loved soda. Yes. I was like, I'm like I can handle most things, but I didn't realize I also have an eating problem. But I was like, soda is my only vice. It's like no, it's actually food and sugar <laughs> is your big vice. And actually, well, I this remember is, like, go ahead. go ahead. I was gonna say I remember when we would get together and stuff like either for a party or a barbecue or a whatever, you would get. A giant, one of the the largest tubs of Dean sour cream and onion dip, giant bag of Ruffles, and you would have two two liters of Coke or or uh, Coke Zero or Cherry Coke Zero. One was Doug's, and the other one was for the party. And I remember distinctly together housing that entire thing of dip, and then you finishing that thing of Coke in within the time that we were over at that thing. And I always just thought. That's commitment. I never saw it as a problem. So here's the thing. That was always celebrated in my circle of friends. They're like, look at Doug go! It's like... (laughs) The way that people used to, like, spur people on to do keg stands is the way that Doug's friends used to spur him on to drink two liters of Coke. Well, it's just anything, right? Oh, let's see if Doug can eat all this food. And I was like, you fucking right I can. And I would just dig into it. It's like, ugh, That's how you ended up eating the quad burger that one time is because I essentially challenged you to it. Yeah, it was dumb. It's such a dumb thing. Yep. 
It's like no problem. I did that with fries and, and I think a milkshake. I think I think you're oh, right. Yeah. You mentioned that before. I think there was a milkshake involved too. Like good lord. I believe that is correct. And then I think we were like, yeah, I'll have two or three oatmeal cream pies as dessert. What was that from? What was the name of the place? Oh, it's Choppers. And they still have it. They're still up and running. You got to get what you had to do is you had to get the quad burger and then for a drink you got Green River, the pop. Which is just green sugar water. Oh, green River. I never really enjoyed that. I never thought no, that was really good. That. I'm trying to see how many calories are in a uh, quad burger. Oh, my God. It's only $7 for a quad burger. That should raise many red flags. $7. It's a little bit for less than the, than, the, than the chop pack, which I don't even know what the fuck that is. But Wait, but does the, the quad burger, you can also get it loaded with stuff, too, right? For Probably. Like, Probably. It just come, yeah, it's five fucking patties for $7. That is not good. Oh, God. Limited Rolo asks, do you like orange soda as much, Kel, from Keenan and Kel? <laughs> Absolutely. When I was younger, orange orange pop was my thing. I, I you know, I didn't mind the flavor, like those things like that, but I, I didn't find as much satisfaction. I found they left you, It's it, obviously all soda does, it left me feeling more thirsty than when I started. It kind of left like a, a, a thirsty aftertaste. Orange pop, really? Yeah, I always felt like, oh man, this is really, really crazy. <laughs> Orange soda is an A or S tier soda. <laughs> I don't get that. They have these rankings that people put stuff in. Like S is like the super one. Then there's A, B, C, D, E, and whatever. So, Slotty's okay. saying it's one of the best. Um, it's the truth, Slotty. Yeah, it's the truth. I love this article. I'm reading it from MSN. It says, It sounds like Mountain Dew is giving us the go-ahead to make any average day worthy of a celebration. It's especially appropriate from this past year. We're down to make up for it. As we await official information of the new soft drink, we'll be keeping our fingers crossed that it comes out sooner rather than later. But we'll fill you really? in as we knew more. I'm like, ah, really? You're really here's, excited. Here's, Caitlin here's Fitzpatrick. <laughs> if, I find a, if I find a 20 ounce of this, Will you? I know you're off soda, but will you try it? I'll try it. I won't drink it all, but I'll try it. I, I am curious. Well, no, I'm not going to make you. I won't drink it all. I think after a sip that we're going to be like, all right, we've tried it. Well, it's kind of like how you have like uh, going to um, fucking Cold Stone, right? And they had like the birthday cake flavored. It's just, you know, they put, oh, it's just. You don't like the birthday cake flavor then? I mean, I, I love birthday cake. I'm scared of this. Yeah. I'm scared of all of this. Like, I don't want to taste this and be like, yes, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want it so to be good. Like, as an addict, do you feel like that's going to have that same... This is like, incredibly dangerous. Like... Yeah, this is incredibly <laughs> so you dangerous. Think, you think this? there's a chance this is going to be good? I'm afraid that I'm going to like it. I'll lie and say that I don't. I'll never tell you that I do until like years <laughs> later. I'll be like, you remember when I tried that? I actually kind of enjoyed it because I don't want it to be good. Uh, you know, like the, it was like, yeah. uh, you know, like like a, a fried Oreo or whatever. You know, it sounds so absurd. Oh, it was so good. And you're like, I don't want this to be good because fried, the thing is, you, Snickers, oh. you stare at it. And you're like, I know this is going to be good and I shouldn't like it because I know deep down this is going to kill me. Like, this is not good. Right. I should yeah. not indulge. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm curious. This was battered and fried. Hmm. How could it be bad? Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we only get uh, the original Mountain Dew here in the UK. I assume it's a cheap original version. I mean, original Mountain Dew is bad enough as it is. Like, you don't really need much else. Like, you know, the whole Code Red or whatever other versions they have, you, it's it's not worth it, to be honest with you. It's really not worth it. 
Suslati says that the, the European or and or UK version of soda are better than the American versions. That's interesting. I is, wonder is it because it's they take out some of the artificial and put in some natural things like birthday cake, they jam it in there, you know? Well, like instead of the yeah, the high fructose corn syrup, like anytime I've had something made with like like true like cane sugar or something, mm-hmm. it is definitely better. Yeah, I hear that all the time. Yep. Like like Mexican soda, you know, is typically yeah, better I, because they use, you know. Yeah. It's not, I can't, I'm not one of those that can be like, if I took a sip of it, I wouldn't be like, mm, cane sugar, I know this one. Yeah. But uh, if you, I, I definitely do enjoy the taste more, but I don't know in a blind taste test if I could tell you the difference. Well, I also think that it's one of those things where I've seen like the, those Mexican sodas and I always turn it down because I'm like, these bottles are smaller than the other ones. I'll get more <laughs> if I drink the others. Why would I bother? Mexico soda is a lie. It uses corn syrup. <laughs> Nothing's true. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. It's well, that wild. was the first time Beth and I went to Mexico when we went and had uh, went up for dinner the first night. We went and got tacos and uh, you know order a guac for the table. And the tacos when they came, I think I got steak or chicken tacos, and they came and they were probably like little four inch tortillas, and it had like some some chicken on it and like maybe a little bit of cilantro and that was it. See, no, I, so it was onions, onion, cilantro mm. and the chicken. And that was it. Well, see, I and appreciate then, that, you know, I do too. But then I saw that I'm like, Oh God, this is it. Like it was, it was no bigger than a, uh, I'm trying to like a CD size. Like it was that, <sighs> that was the size of the tortilla. And then when they brought the chips and guac out, it was, and I'm not lying. It was like six chips and a small thing of guac. And it was, the first time that I had, I think it was the first time I had been out of the country, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, I went, yeah. It was the first time I'd been to Mexico, for sure. And it was it was the first time I had that realization as an adult, had the realization of like, oh, this is why the rest of the world makes fun of us. Exactly. I get, I get it now. Yeah. And it was so eye-opening. It was gloriously eye-opening for me that's how i was too like you know when i went to uh italy and i'm like i can't wait to have this pasta because i was so used to the olive garden you know and (laughs) i go there i'm like let's get some italian food and it's it's just completely different like it's not they just everything is usually um for the most part like uh it's a la carte so you order different pieces and then the pasta usually isn't the main course it's a side and when I got it, I'm like, "Why is this so small? It's just a little bit of, just a little bit of pasta. I have to get some polo with this too, some chicken. I won't, I you know, won't be full. But that was delicious, and I enjoyed it. But it was like a whole different. The portion sizes. I lost so much weight over there because a, I walked everywhere, and b, the portion sizes were so small, and it was a shock to my system. I was like, "I'm hungry. I need more. Where are your buffets? And yeah. it's just, it's such a dumb." Well, that was when I, I realized when we had breakfast down there at the hotel, they would they had a pastry, and it was like a chocolate croissant, uh, it was and it was normal size. Now, there's a bakery just down the street that if I go and get a croissant, it's like this, it's humongous. Mm-hmm. So it was a normal size. It was a cup of yogurt with some granola. Uh, there were some fresh fruits, uh, coffee, and, and I, something else. But it was all very, it was very light. And I was like, you do this, you go to the beach, you walk wherever you're going. Like I, I was like, I understand. I fully understand why people all over the world 
are in such better shape than we are because and it was in fairness it was refreshing because i was like yes. i could get used to this like because i felt good the rest of the day yeah it wasn't like when i went and got a plate of bacon and a you know a stuffed uh what was that mascarpone stuffed Ugh. french toast yeah and, right you know uh orange juice and then you know we're gonna get a side of a hash and of home fries yeah it was it's crazy how how overblown we do everything. And Jared said, you know, the side dishes I got at the U.S. restaurants are the same size as our main meals here. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those things where, um, you know, I go to Costco, um, and I'm not here to judge, but there's a lot of overweight people at Costco. Like, you know, and I'm one of those people. I'm overweight, too. I'm working on it, okay? But when You're I walk... 40 pounds down, buddy. But when I look... At what what I just look around, I'm like, oh man, we have a problem. We have a real problem here, where people are like, I'm getting this, you know, wholesale size, you know, thing of cake, or you know, here's a box full of uh, 15 croissants. I'm gonna take that home with me. Uh, you know, it is, and I mean, I love Costco because I love their fruit. And I love the fact that I get my oatmeal there and I'm like, cool, I buy this and then I don't have to buy oatmeal for like two months. It's great. Right. I get through it all. It's delicious and uh, saving some money. I love their steaks, but something about Costco, man, you go there and there's a little bit of you dies. It's like the, the last time I went to Ryan's Steakhouse, the buffet in the Quad Cities. And I went in on a Tuesday. I think it was like down there on John Deere Road. Yep. yep. It, was, it was like a Chinese like buffet day. And I went there like for lunch and I just I, I got some stuff and I sat down by myself. I went there by myself and I looked around and I just like sort of took in the clientele and I was like, I don't ever want to be back here again. This is so sad. Like, so just, you had your you had in real time, you had your aha moment. Yeah. I was like, this is gross. Um, <laughs> these people seem really sad to me and I don't I don't, really, I don't ever really want to come back here. Like this isn't that great. You know, we. Yeah. I, right. yeah we. uh Justin and I got to hang out in person just just the other day, which was pretty exciting. And I said you and what I got to hang. Transition? Well, yeah. the reason why is because you and I were talking oh. about this. Because I was say the other day when we were hanging out, and you're like, "Huh?" It was so sudden. Well, no, you, I know it glitched a little bit too. Ah. The internet did, and so I, all I heard was, "Yeah." I looked around, and those people were just gross and unhappy, and. Justin and I got to hang out the other day. I'm like, wait, where was this train? Time out. Time out. What? What are you trying to imply, sir? Now, I was talking for 20 minutes. I don't know what you're talking about. You're like, I didn't I didn't catch that that segue. No, the point being uh was that, you know, we had, we were talking about that when we were hanging out uh in person. Um was just the idea of like my whole thing was buffets were the shit because I could eat as much as I wanted for a small price. And it right. took my wife to be like, this is a this isn't a good way to go about it because I didn't grow up with a family that cooked. So for me, it was always quantity was everything quantity over quality. And I didn't have an idea of what quality was. So, uh, it took me a long time to break that habit of right. consume all you can for under $10. Like that was right. an insane well, concept. Buffets to me, this is the, the same reason why I, I go out of my way to try to avoid eating at the cheesecake factory. Yeah, is because if I walk in and you, to a buffet, Doug, and I go, Doug, tell me uh, what's the thing that you see? Uh, name something you see over there on the on the buffet. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be. Uh, there's the nacho bar. Cool. What else do you see on that buffet, Doug? There's also a pizza bar. 
Cool. What else do you see? There's also an ice cream bar. Okay. What else do you see? Oh, uh, there's there's the Italian section with you got your pastas. Oh. Yeah. What else do you see? Uh, there's also a salad section. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What else? Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Um, there's ooh, there's a Chinese section. Exactly. And I think we've made our point at this point. <laughs> yeah. There's too many things for anything to be done well. Yeah. Nothing there's quite like nothing quite like going to Golden Corral and uh, just seeing. Right. All the things that are there. This is like going to, this is like eating your way around Epcot, but (laughs) really, really gross. But what people in rural Missouri think, you know, the world is like, you know, hey, here's some pasta. Here's some spaghetti that's been sitting in water. In, in pasta water forever, so we pick it up and it essentially yeah. disintegrates. Right. Oh, uh, we made in. some macaroni and cheese that's been sitting in its own stew. So when you pick it up, the, 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 there's no flavor. It's bland right. pasta and just gross cheese it's sauce. Either, it's either mac and cheese soup or it's one block of mac and cheese that comes up on the spoon. I'm going to share with all of you the same story I shared with Justin, uh, but I, I, I'm i disappointed in the fact that my, my mom allowed me to do this, but I would go to Golden Corral in my hometown, and I would make monstrosity concoctions that out of there. And one of the ones that I remember doing was I remember taking the gross, soggy, very not al dente spaghetti putting it on my plate and putting the the cheese sauce from the nacho bar on top of it or sometimes i would swap out the spaghetti for rice and i would just pour this nacho cheese sauce on top of it and i'm like why really how is spaghetti with nacho cheese sauce on top how is that any different than mac and cheese that's just a variation let me tell you okay yeah this is nacho cheese sauce all right this is not (laughs) regular sauce that you would make from cheese it was monstrous and the fact that i would just do that and my mom was like "Ah, i mean what are you gonna do you know uh, no no like uh, no it's just no you shame your child if they do that you shame them i'm thinking back to just the quality of the food and even then a part of me knew this is pretty gross but i was like oh it's macaroni and cheese i like macaroni and cheese i'm going to eat this knowing full well it was fucking disgusting it was so gross it was because the other one went to was ponderosa i just remember i can picture exactly what it looked like pale yellow with big shells that break apart because they have been sitting in liquid for so long they don't hold right. a shape. You slop it on your plate, you eat it, there's no flavor. It is the, the whitest white people food you could ever imagine. It is so gross. You know that when the when they close for the night, when that last shift is done, they don't throw things away and make them in the morning. They take them back to the back. They put saran wrap over them. If you're lucky, they get to the fridge or the freezer, and then they get taken out the next day and popped right back into that lukewarm water and heated back up. Well, you made another good point, too, which was, you know, you have all these different styles of food. Are you really going to make any of them well? Like, No. Probably not. I have my choice between Asian food, Mexican food, Italian food, like straight up like American Texas barbecue food. Pizza. uh, You know. Pizza, yeah, when you've got all these different... Hey, look, there's fish and chips. Don't eat the fish and chips. Right? Yeah, oh, it's crab leg night, and you get the smallest crab legs in the world. It's like, you can get your own cracker utensils, and it's like, crack, and you're like... (laughs) 
you barely right. get any freaking crab out of it, and they charge you an extra six dollars for the buffet because it's all you can eat shitty crab legs. There was crab seasoning on that one. That was good. Old Bay. Oh, yeah. Just... I think that's the thing with like it's the the the, the um. Cheesecake Factory too. When like each page is a different restaurant, I'm yeah. like, you can't, you can't be doing that well. And also, what kind of living hell is that kitchen? Right. Like all these people trying to be like, what? What are we making? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, we got a hot dog. We've got uh, cheddar soup. We've got uh, pizza au gratin. We've got steak. We've got. It's just like everything. Uh, matzo right. balls. We got. We got. It's. I'll Which order is, up. Again, why, why you know that you're not getting stuff that was cooked. You're getting stuff that was warmed up. All of that stuff is... Pre- There's a reason it tastes like you're getting something out of a... Uh, from Costco that someone popped in the deep fryer or the oven. Because that's the only way they get to do that. It's the only way they can make that. I remember there was a delivery place that we would recommend late night at the hotel. It was called Renali's. And I liked their pizza there, but they also did fried chicken. They also did Italian and pasta. They also did tacos. They also, yes. did, I was like, there's no, their menu. I was like, there's no way you guys are good at all of these. Like, there's no way. There's no possible I, like way. Like said, I avoid places with large menus for the same reasons. There have been places where I've been looking on Beth and I've been like, hey, where do you want to order from? And I'll pull something up. And if I see more than two different styles of cuisine, if there's more, like, I'll give you two because maybe you're, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you're some sort of a fusion place. But if there's more than two styles of cuisine, I'm on to the next place because I'm like, I don't trust it. I don't trust no. what you're doing here. No, yeah. it, it's it's very rarely does that work out. Yeah. And Lim- yeah, limited role says too. I thought the Cheesecake Factory just did cheesecake. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. They in fairness, their cheesecake is good for cheesecake. But yeah, but you could also have- choose a different dessert, any other dessert, which is infinitely better than cheesecake. Well, can we they agree have- on that? Cheesecake ah, is... I like cheesecake. That's fine. But there are so many other better desserts to choose from. You have... There are other desserts, yes. Yeah, way better desserts than cheesecake. If cheesecake is the only option, sure, I'll eat it. But like, yeah, Noah gets it. Cheesecake, more like balls cake, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I, I'm yeah. just like, it, it's like cake, pie, ice cream, cheesecake. Which one are you choosing? I'm like, all of them over cheesecake because yeah. fuck that shit. Like, give me a brownie. Give me just about anything else. I will eat it if there's no other option, but I will do it begrudgingly because it's pretty meh to me. You know, I wish to Christ, to Christ that my soundboard is. I was like, I was immediately just thought, you know, we should, we need just- we got to throw that on the Twitch, like, points board. Yeah. We got to do that. Yes, we do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Question. Right, so now we're, getting, we're getting questions from overseas, and I like this. Let's I like do it. this section of the show. Yes. Uh, ask, ask an American is what we'll call this. Yes. Um, <laughs> so ask question, about our fast food franchises. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ask an American is just tell us about how bad the Cheesecake Factory is. <laughs> what about fast food franchises? How big are your portions? We <laughs> suck over here. Yeah. Uh, all right. So limited roll goes question. Is Wendy's any good? Uh, I feel like Doug and I have varying opinions on this. So Doug, why don't you go first? Oh, you're getting one over there. Interesting. Jared says I had bad Wendy's in the Dallas airport. Not bad for airport food. Here's what I'll I say. Had Wendy's. Not oh, bad. Wendy's. Okay. There we go. Wendy's in the Dallas airport. Not bad for airport. Food. Here's what I'll say. 
as far as if I were to put this in a tier, kind of like the similar tier that uh, uh, Slotty threw out, uh, I'd say Wendy's. I would put Wendy's probably in an A or a B. Like I think it's pretty it's pretty decent because their burgers do taste better than most of the other ones. I know they talk about how it's um, you know fresh, you know, and things like that. Um, and ten slides right. They have one of the best Twitter accounts, bar They're none. Unrivaled. I think yeah, I, like best Twitter accounts in regards to personal mm-hmm. and business. Like they just win Twitter. Yeah. If I'm on the road and it's like, oh, I have to eat fast food. What's available? McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Wendy's. I'm choosing Wendy's every single time. Like, yeah, I like their burgers. Their fries are average. Their Frosties are delicious. Like, it's pretty. For me, it's their fries, uh, their spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah. Like that is uh, in. uh, I had a buddy of mine who we are notoriously um, uh, spicy chicken sandwich fanatics from Wendy's. We we. Both in high school would would house those, and he said he just tried McDonald's, and he goes, you know, I I I should have just ordered a you know a burger from McDonald's or a fucking you know large. He goes, it was not worth the calories. He just should have shouldn't have gone to McDonald's. I mean, that would have been a better option. Well, they were touting the new spicy chicken sandwich they have. He thought, you know, maybe it didn't work. So Wendy's is Wendy's is I would put them in an A tier. Uh, for me yeah. as far as fast food goes because it's um, also like what else do you consider fast food does does culver's fall into the fast food because i think it does they have a drive-thru i mean that's they do. it's hard if they have a drive-thru i feel like you have to put them in that in that it, category because it, right? it comes out fast it does it does yeah culver's to me s tier like it's up there man it, that, yes and i would say you have to because i mean <laughs> if you look at their model like they have you know you can't like they Wendy's, McDonald's, they all have sit-downs. Culver's mm-hmm. has a sit-down. Culver's has a drive-thru. Those two have drive-thru. So it, everything points to it's just an elevated uh, version of fast food. So, yeah. yeah. They have amazing burgers. They have amazing um, cheddar bites, so little fried cheese balls. They've got great um, – they've got concretes, you know, the, for their ice cream, which are delicious. Like, it's, it's – the only thing I'll say is their soda tastes like shit. I usually don't notice that, okay. but it is always flat. No matter every single time I go, whatever place, whatever location, their stuff tastes flat. And I don't know why, but it does. But outside of that, what the fuck is a concrete? It's like a Dairy Queen Blizzard. You know? It's 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 something but it's super thick. Yes. Right? Like it's like a, it's like a it custard. A yeah, it's a custard. <clears throat> yeah. And it's really fucking good, man. Like, it's delicious. It's, it's not like a shake that you can drink with a straw. Yeah. Like that is it's Requires spoon required necessity. yeah 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 it's um, fucking awesome i i can't say the last time i had it has to have been about god at least 10 years since i ate at a culver's oh. i can't tell you the last time i was there culver's used to be like a road trip thing like when we would yeah. go back to see my parents we'd always stop office in this ta- in this ta- particular town i even couldn't tell you what it was it was like mile marker 101 on the way i always knew that's where it was <laughs> and we would stop there we'd get culver's natalie started like there's a couple culvers around where we live she's like can we get some culvers and it's it's fucking delicious now here's another one for you another question how do you rank five guys five guys is i would say s level for me it is that burger is shockingly hard to beat (laughs) yeah i'll say this much about them like all around food 
fries. Like they're very like again specific menu, right? They know what they're good yep. at. They do it. Yep. I don't think it's worth the price though. That's my only beef with the burger. Nice. I would agree that every time I go there, like, cause again, like if you get, and the thing is I always end up like I'm full. Like, so like I, you're getting a very good amount of food, but I do agree that it is, it could be, if it was like $2 cheaper per menu item, I feel like that'd be like right in the sweet spot. Cause if I'm going to pay that money, I may as well pay two or $3 more and go get like a straight up burger yes. from one of my my local joints. You know, I agree because that's that's for me where I'm like it is special, but because of the pricing for what I get, it's good. I probably would put it at an A because I would rather than just go to a bar or a pub and spend ten eleven dollars and get a legit burger because yeah. I do like that Five Guys will give you it's one straight price. You put as much on it whatever yep. you want, you get it, and I love all the options. That you can put on yeah. there, it's really good, but it's so fucking expensive. Like, goddamn, yeah. it's expensive. Now, what they make up for though is the, again, someone mentioned it. I think Slotty mentioned it in the in the chat here. Is when you order uh, like a medium fry, you get the medium fry, and then they do an extra scoop, and they just and they, yeah. <laughs> they smack it in there. You're getting a bag of French fries more yeah. than anyone should be consuming. Yeah, and I will um, say this: they do pride themselves on making those fries fresh, and yes. it comes through. You know, it well, really shows. What I found out in the pandemic is that they don't cook your fry. Like your order's not; they'll make your burger and they'll put it to the side, but they won't start your fries until you come and check in. See, and that's they had yeah. to pick up my order, and they go, "Cool, be about two, three minutes," and they'll drop your fries, yeah. and then you're good. I'm like, "That's I like that." That's what I used to do when I lived down in the city. Is we would order on the app. And when we yep. show up, they're like, Doug's here. And then they'd start making the fries because yep. they wouldn't make them in advance. They wanted them hot and fresh. And yeah. I always appreciated that. I was like, that was, those were really good nights when we get that. Even though we'd spend $35 on two burgers, two fries, and two drinks. Jesus Christ. Right. So much. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Well, the thing is, though, too, it, the price jumps astronomically when you do their double burger. Oh, God. Which yeah. Is their regular burger. Like, if you get. A junior, which is their single, uh, it's actually pretty like normally priced. Like uh, it, it'd be like it's a it's a step down. Hardee's is the same thing. Their their burgers are so jacked up too price wise. Yeah, but it, I feel like yeah, it, it's it's weird how that one extra patty just puts so much extra cost on there. Yeah, I have to say like in general, I'm not a fries guy. Like if it's special, yeah. I notice. But for the most part, I'm like fries are fries, and I find them more disappointing than not. But I'm kind of with married with gaming here which is five guys fries is just phenomenal so good five guys i i i do not like anything else at arby's normally but their curly fries <laughs> all right are, where are we ranking arby's on the on the tiers <laughs> i mean again i think someone else said that i it's food by definition like sure it's food uh I'll I be honest you, with you. I, I think I, I the last time I went to Arby's. I think I've been to Arby's like maybe twice in my entire life. Like, and mm-hmm. I don't really recall much yeah. of it other than I enjoyed their curly fries. That was about the only thing that stands out to me. So now Checkers, have you had their fries? I think I ate at Checkers once or twice when I was in college in the Quad Cities. But Checkers, they're 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 good. They're one of those fries that after <laughs> you can you eat a couple, you're like, yeah, these are good. Yeah. And then after that couple, you're like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird. Like that that. Uh, 
return on investment just flips real quick. That's so funny. Sly yeah. says Arby's is straight F tier. And I got to say, hey, shout out to my mom. Um, you know, we got an Arby's uh, in Kirksville, Missouri. Shout out, you know, uh, I was going to do our area code, 660. Um, you know, they got uh, the Arby's over there, and my mom let me know she was working through the menu at Arby's. So, I mean, this has been... This is days, maybe weeks efforts if she's going and trying everything on the menu. So You get it, Mrs. Cochran. You get it. You get that, Arby's. You tell us. You let us know how it is. And let us know also how are your shits? How leaky is your butt? You know, after eating all those Arby's, what's your cholesterol like? Are you feeling bloated? How's the sodium? How we doing here? How we doing? How we doing? Yeah. Um, that's my hometown for you. You know, where an article gets written where they're like, the KFC is reopening, but in a different location. <laughs> well, okay, interesting. We got a, qu- a question from Limited, Limited Rolo. Sorry to change the subject. But- First off, Limited Rolo, I, we love you and come back as much as you can because this is, yeah. you, you're asking some solid questions and you are, you, uh, you might've overtaken Zenny for, uh, steering the podcast in your own direction. Yeah. So kudos. Yeah, and if you guys ever want to try and steer the conversation, head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and uh, hit that, hit that you know, that, that notification yeah. bell and follow us and come and join us for this. But Limited Rolla asks, sorry to change the subject before I head out, I was just wondering, can I ask, what are your five tips to a good podcast? What a great question. What a great question. Um, I think I'd start with First one. Off, Justin. Don't do anything we do. <laughs> First one, a curated fart soundboard will take you farther than you think it would that's the that's the very first one to the moon to the, the moon um yes. and also there's this i would say audio quality um has to be up there it has to be good uh i don't know if you have ever heard a, a podcast or any a video that has shitty audio to me it's immediately turning it off and i can't handle it i can't handle something now given the pandemic i have a lot more uh forgiveness because people are trying to make it work with what they have but if you um have good you know or, or if you are like hey i'm gonna record in my bathroom and you just hear the echo all over the right. place it's like nah nah you gotta you gotta you gotta find a good way invest in a decent mic and actually have good sound quality otherwise i ain't in it to win it i think the other tip i would give is just be uh be be true to yourself, you know. Don't try to don't try to steer it to be like, oh, people will like this thing. What do you want to do? Like we, look, we don't know if anyone likes what we do, but we do it. We've been doing it for almost six years now. So yeah. what do you, you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. very true. And uh, do it because you want to. It's yeah. really easy to start up a podcast these days, and uh, don't give a shit whether or not anyone listens to it. That was my big thing when we started doing this. I was like, who's gonna even listen? And then at some point, I was like, who cares? Let's just fucking right. do this, and let's just have fun. And eventually, people will find you who mm-hmm. like what you're doing, whatever it is that you are doing. And uh, like this, like we've got our our core group of uh, of super fans that that show up every week, and it's our community, and we love our community. They're mm-hmm. they're the goddamn best, and uh, you know they they found. Uh, <laughs> they're touched in the head just like we are. Hey, you know? we're connected we fit together. And yeah. if you if you watched our game last night, uh, genital jousting, you realize we're connected in more ways than one. And right, speaking it was, of touching heads. Yeah. Yes, it was very good. Um, I'd also say this was Justin's big one for me. It was just consistency. Like if you're going to do a, a podcast, make sure it comes out on a consistent basis so that people yes. can trust and know that it's always going to be there. You know, it's always going to be. Is key. 
Yes, and uh, we're very proud to say that in all of our episodes, we've only missed one week, and that one week was intentional, and that was pretty cool. We had some, we've had something come out every Thursday for almost. We're coming up on almost three hundred episodes, so that's a pretty, pretty proud thing to have happen. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. What's what's one last one we could give? I don't know if that's one five. Last one? Yeah. Uh. Put some thought into it. Yeah, a little like effort goes seem, a long way. <laughs> yeah, it may, it may seem like we we kind of just are. Uh, hey, whatever we want to do, we get here. And we did that for a while. And we did that for a long time, but uh, we noticed a measurable change when we started actually putting thought and uh, uh, prep work. We did pre- we do pre production meetings every week now. Um, and here's the thing. We have an entire list that we have not gotten to yet of topics because we found something that just rolled, you know, but, uh, and sometimes that happens and you got to be ready. But if we, if we didn't find this thing, if we weren't off to the races and did an entire episode on fast food, uh, we had a list of things that we were ready to talk about. So and that way, uh, you know, if you get stuck, you got something to go to. But if not, then you're just having fun. For the record, I stopped posting what we'll potentially talk about, like when we announce our stuff, because I'm like, I don't know if we're going to get to that. We have not gotten to anything that we that we've laid out in our pre-production meeting Literally at barely. all. Nothing. We barely teased one thing that we've talked about. And the thing is, that's also what I love about what we do, is that we... We have always been able to find the thing that we want to talk about, and we just go for it, and yep. everything else be damned. That's why we call this Mind Gap, because we just go on a tangent, and we see where it takes us. And when that tangent ends, we start somewhere else. But this one's really taking us down the food aisle. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're, we are, we're shopping cart is full, and we are going for it. Yeah. This is turning into Diners, Drive-Us, and Dives podcast the last two episodes. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You're right. <laughs> is and I'm it, into it. Is uh is it better a live podcast or recording? I don't know. I, I mean we've we've sort of with the pandemic, um, you know, we really oh, leaned. Nice it is a nice hybrid. We sort of leaned into this. We started doing Twitch kind of as a uh, uh kind of on a whim just to start doing it. And you know, I, I've always said we were in the basement of a bar on Justin's phone and it wasn't the best quality, but we did it and we slowly started like you know, finding people that would watch us. It wasn't much, but it was something. And then once the pandemic hit, we really leaned into this because we had to do it remote anyway. Mm -hmm. So we thought, why not really lean into Twitch? Let's up our production values. I, you know, invested in some some gear and some stuff like that. I added, you know, we added a uh, video game night and things like that. So I like the live element of it. I, we had always talked about doing a live show. That was actually one of on our goals is to host it at a theater and have people show up. Yeah. Uh, and now we get to do it every week, which is pretty right. cool um, and pretty exciting. And we actually get to have this conversation like we're having with you right now because... It's happening live, which can be yeah. a little discombobulating to the listeners, maybe. But also, y'all can come hang out with I, us too. <laughs> look, here's the thing: like when I was when I was uh, before we started doing these live streams on Twitch, when I would listen to like how did this get made and things like that. Their studio episodes versus their live episodes. I take their live episodes every day of the week, and I wasn't there. I wasn't in that energy of the live episode and. But I did truly enjoy the audience interaction, and I enjoyed them going on tangents with the audience. So I think, sure, you could argue that it's kind of weird for the listener to be like, "Oh, I, I, you know, what? A, there's there's a whole conversation I'm not seeing going on." And you know what? I don't think that matters because it uh, it's still fun. If you're listening to the podcast, you're enjoy you enjoy what that person is doing, 
what those people are doing and you're going to have fun with them no matter what, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I've always enjoyed just interacting with people and, and the chat and just, you know, I've always enjoyed performing to some extent, which has always been fun. And it's so funny because even in work and my, and my last job, when we would have meetings, people would always be chatting using the chat function while we were talking. That always fucking pissed me off because yeah. it's so distracting to see boop, boop, boop. And I'm like, will you fucking quit typing while someone else is talking? This is so fucking distracting. But I also got to the point where it felt like I was on Twitch because I would open up the chat panel. I'd be talking. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, Tad says this. And then or one time, like one of the people that was supposed to be hosting the, the, the meeting could only be there like listening. They couldn't talk because there was construction going on in their house. So I essentially was just talking, talking. And I would check the chat and I was like, uh, so and so says this. And I go, but God, this feels like my Twitch channel. Like, I feel like I was I've been doing this for over a year because I have. It's it's so much fun. It was so yeah. exciting. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah, this feels very yes. natural. Yeah, it's normalized. Yeah. Yeah, it's you so cool. Good about it. Now. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's that, good about it. Those would be our tips. Yeah. Uh, if you're at a, if you're if you're thinking about starting one, let us know because we'll check it out. Yeah, for sure. Like in in yeah. you know we had uh, um, Rob, that was his name, right? From uh, from Libsyn. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Rob our, Walsh. There it is. And he his insight. If you haven't go check back and check that episode out. I mean that guy. If there's that guy's in the perfect job because he just loves podcasts just to his core just loves them and his advice which i love was essentially like don't overthink it just do it like Mm -hmm. do whatever you want and keep it going like the the he kind of squashed a you know uh a uh, kind of a a preconceived notion that i had about podcasts was that everyone has one he's like they may but only about 500,000 are actually active on a good day is 500,000 that in the sales call the other day nice and yes. he's like because so many people start them and the first one they're good the second one they're like um i don't know what else to talk about and the third one they're like i really don't know what to talk about and then it's over and yep. that's he said there's about 4 million registered podcasts and yes. out of that it was 4 to 500,000 are active yeah he's so like it's a very small percentage yeah on a i said on a good day it's like probably 500,000 uh, you you have a podcast, so I'm just not prepared for it, and I know there's a lot of room for improvement. Well, that's cool. Well, uh, limited, if you don't mind, um, let everyone know in the chat what your uh, podcast is. If you try to post a link, Nightbot will probably shoot it down, but please feel free to share what it is. Uh, we'd love to check it out. It? Yeah. yeah, show the name if of it. And... the name, we can, we can, we're all Google savvy. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, Zinni says, just had a wacky idea. Doug wears a gift bow on his head for one podcast. Why? Just because? <laughs> yeah, why not? Do I've, it. I've done that. Do it. Okay, I'll do it. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Man, gotta Ser- twist this guy's arm for everything. Yeah, seriously, it's so easy now to do a podcast. Like, just if you if you have an inkling and you have time, fucking do yeah. it. And let us know. We'd love to listen to it. called... <laughs> Funk Runner, F-U-N-K-R-U-N-N-E-R. Funk Runner on YouTube. Runner. Well, I think the other thing, too, is that, like, you look at someone like Bill Burr, and he started his podcast, this Monday morning podcast, just rambling into his phone, you know? Like, that's all he had. And maybe he got a little adapter that he plugged in, and he talked into that, and then he got a setup where he was actually had a mic that he was plugged into his phone, and he could walk around his hotel room like he was doing stand-up. And then he has the next tier where he sits down at a desk. So... He grew his thing, but you could just start doing it with any... It's the same thing they talk about film. They say, 
It's not about all the toys and all the equipment. It's about the story. If you have a good story, pull out your phone and start recording because yeah. this shoots just as good of image quality as most, you know, prosumer cameras out there. So same with podcast. If you have an idea for an artistic thing, just do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just do it and just, you know, lock into it and, and commit yourself to it. And yeah. it can be a, a slog sometimes. It can be a real grind. There are weeks where we do all this sort of stuff. I'm like, I really don't feel like ripping the audio and editing it and then also creating, you know, the video episode for YouTube and then uploading it. And then, you know, fortunately right. we have our producer uh, who helps us do the write-ups. And it, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it, especially when you know, you're doing it. You don't see a lot of traction. But again, that's why you got to do it because you want to do the thing that you want to do. And yeah. if you don't, if you're kind of doing it for a reason, like I'm going to do a serial podcast about murders like it's gonna be one of those things where you know a lot of people do that but if you're trying to do it because you think that's what's gonna get the hits it's like i don't know you're it's you might burn out on it real fast so yeah Yeah. um yeah man it'll it'll be it'll be good uh yeah limited role we'll check that out if you if you're all listening go to funk runner on youtube um they've got all their stuff up there i'm happy to check that out and uh see what you're all about See yeah. what's going on. <clears throat> the the last thing I'll say, I forgot. Uh, this is one of my big ones. I always tell people is because Jared had mentioned uh, this here, and it's a really good point. He said, as a huge podcast fan, uh, my tip would be don't be precise about your time. Have a rough time limit, but let your let it flow and feel natural. I would also say to add to that, shorter to start. It's easier to increase the time than decrease the time. If you start and you're like. I'm going to give you guys an hour and a half podcast every single week. And then after like 10 of them, you're like, that's too much. I can't keep this up. I'm going to do 20 minutes. Yeah. It can be jarring to your audience because they've expected every single week. I get an hour and a half. So start with a 20, 30 minute podcast and commit to once a week, once every two weeks, but commit to that schedule and that time. And again, you can make it loose. It can be 20, it can be 40, but right around that 30 range. And then once you start to feel comfortable, either increase the frequency that they're coming out or increase the length of time that each podcast is or both. But yeah. it's always easier to grow than it is to retract. That's yeah. what I'll say. Well, I think we started out doing like 40 minutes or so. And that was kind of Our like... Our first one was like a half hour. And mm -hmm. within the first, I think, within the first 20, we jumped up to an hour, I feel yeah. like. And yeah. now we're consistently over an hour, hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half. And it yeah. feels good. It feels right. Yeah. Sometimes I wish it was longer, but... People oh, have lives. That, that just, we could talk for three hours. Easily. Yeah, exactly. We could pull a Rogan. Yeah, for sure. Like, I can't imagine doing three hour podcasts all the time, but there's definitely times where I'm like, I'd really like to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, um, yeah. yeah. I, th I think, again, thank you for stopping by Limited Rollo. Yeah, it was great, man. That was, thanks for, uh, letting us know. We would be happy with three hour episodes. All right. Well, we'll, 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 we'll take that. We'll take the notes. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we could do like a, a fun long one sometime. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, we should do kind of like how Noah did his 24-hour stream. Should we do a 24-hour podcast, Doug? Boy, you all do not want to see me try to do that. I No? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. That would be a just a 24, maybe 50 minutes of good content. The rest would just be absolute drivel and nonsense. And I'd just be like, can we just, can I go to sleep, please? I think we could go. Oh, my God. How I don't long know, do you man. think we could make a 12-hour podcast? Uh, no, I would say we'd probably four. I'd say we could probably get... First of all, 
I can't do it. I sure shit. No, you can't do it either. Without a doubt. If we committed to a time and we scheduled it, that could be a different story. Oh it's my not God. like we just one week go, hey, let's just do a 10-hour podcast today. Dude, I... We'd have to schedule it. It'd be an event for charity. Oh, my God. Like... I'm just saying, but we, obviously we'd have to we'd have to circle in guests. It wouldn't just be us. Like, yeah, that would in. that would be that would be an event. Like we'd have to, we'd have to. Oh my god, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, we would. I, I would. We would need like another person to help us like get people in and run the board, so to speak. Like, oh, absolutely. That would be yeah. absolutely. How many we throwdowns would we get? <laughs> well, I feel like that's. Oh man, would that be a throwdown? Wouldn't be a throwdown or not. You know what? That would be the perfect time to start doing the throwdown bracket. Yeah. Is we have if we have uh, that amount of time because for a long time I've been wanting to do a throwdown bracket where we put all of our three hundred up to almost almost three hundred throwdowns into a tiered system and try to determine a singular winner. I started trying to figure out how many we'd have to do per episode because I'm like, <laughs> the thought was I was like, well, if we do two, it would take 150 weeks. Yeah. To do two for I'm like, well, this that's too many weeks. That's too many weeks, man. That's, that's like too many weeks. Three years. Yeah, three years to yeah. get through it all. Oh my god. Uh, so I was like, oh, we'd have to we'd have to increase this. So this stream might be a perfect uh, this this charity stream, which we've now committed to. I th- oh man, that would be that would be an undertaking. I'm not saying absolutely like no to it. You're nervous about. Well, here's it the thing, not 24 hours, eight maybe. I think eight, maybe maybe maybe, okay. maybe eight. That would be, yeah. Whoo! That would be wild. That would be absolutely wild. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting. Let's do it for our three hundred episode. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! We got a couple weeks. <laughs> Yeesh! Yeah. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah. That um, would be intense. That would be intense. But uh, before we sort of wrap things up, I just want to say, Justin and I got to see each other in person we got to hug and it was delightful and it was wonderful it was so amazing to actually get to see you again and first time in 15 months and with the best part too at the same time is like i feel like we didn't skip much because we meet every week that was the i had the same thought i was just like this is gonna be epic and we got together i'm like oh this is like another hangout at doug's place yeah right it, it took me a while to process i'm like let's well, because we've been talking daily yeah like video conferencing two or three times a week and then talking daily uh for the last 15 months so we really haven't taken a break from each other yeah. so but i'll say this uh what you guys don't understand by looking at doug on screen here is just how good he looks in person now thanks man he has lost 40 pounds and he looks like it, and again i can't tell you look thinner but like when i walked through the door and i was like where'd your frame go <laughs> it was just a shirt hanging there on on shoulders and i was like holy shit that Thanks, was man. what really hit so that was the coolest part was to see to see that change you know well, i appreciate that man that's uh what's 40 pounds in normal units what do you want I me to do stone so i'm sorry what's that in stone <laughs> right yeah what's the normal units is it kilograms <laughs> Um, but hey, yeah, Siri, <laughs> how many tons is 40 pounds? 40 pounds is 0.02 tons. So yeah, Doug, it was amazing <laughs> to walk in and see you 0.02 tons down. It was incredible. 
thank you for doing that in tons. That's very helpful. Yeah. Now, I have to say, it was nice to share a meal with you because one of my favorite things to do is the whole time through the pandemic, as I was trying out all these new recipes and all these sorts of things, is like, I can't wait to have someone over so I can right. cook for them. Like, I want them to enjoy just something that is going to be delicious. And I always overdo it. I cook way too much food, but I'm like, I, I get so pumped. I got so excited. I, all week, I was like, all right. Am I going to do steaks or am I going to do pulled pork? What else are we going to do? Oh, we're going to have a lot of fruit. we got to have some vegetables. Jill, you're going to make a salad? Cool. And uh, what's a treat? We haven't made these cookies in a while. Let's make some cookies. And it was so much fun. Yeah. And the the pulled pork was so perfect. I started it at midnight. It got oh, done with plenty of time. Insane. Oh, dude, I've been eating it every day. <laughs> it was insane. So good. It was so good. Yeah. It was so nice to see you and Beth and Sam and everything. It was just great. It was such a nice time. It was a beautiful day. We got to eat outside. And, yeah, Slotty, your biggest fear is you'll never get to cook for you. I want to I want to meet you, Slotty. At some point, we got to make this happen, man. we got to make this happen because I definitely am down to have some of your food, pal. Your biggest fear is that you'll never get to cook for either of you guys unless we just stop talking one day. Yeah, right? We've literally got the rest of our lives to make this happen. Yeah, and also, good. you're not scared of spiders or anything? Like, that's your biggest fear? Like, <laughs> good for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Noah, you gotta come down too, man. He says, I'll cook for slotting while he's cooking for everyone else. Hell yeah, we've gotta do a mind gap get-together. When this shit comes over... We got to get oh, the Discord community together. Oh boy! We all got to come in and we got to come hang out, man. We got to make this happen. Mind gap barbecue. Let's do mind it. Mind gap cookout. That I've seen other people do that for sale. A mind gap family reunion. Yes, yes. And we'll have special shirts made and everything. Yes, and we'll we'll stream portions of it. It'll be great. It'll be so much fun. I know oh, that's uh, cool, man. for sale who was on here. He does that like a couple of times a year. He gets his community together. They usually do something for Halloween or something like. They all come and hang out. Like ah. Oh, Man, I love it. That sounds like so yeah. much fun. We'll have to figure something out and see if I we can get it. everyone to, to come hang out, man. It would be so much yeah. fun. We'll take Jared, turns cooking. We'll make sure we plan it far enough in advance so you can make it in. Yeah, and you can bring Metronome with you, too. I'd love to see him. <laughs> Spatters are our friends until they eat the cat. That's absolutely right. You know, well, you know what else? You know, You think about spiders and cats eating each other. It really gets me thinking, not only just about, you know, the circle of life, but really yes. the uh, the one thing. Welcome to the throwdown. I, I didn't do that one very well. I, I thought it was ready to go, and it wasn't. I clicked on it. It's like, oh, you have to play it. I'm like, shit. And then I just sort of stopped mid-sentence. But hey, you know. I would have gone I would have gone uh, Mind Gap get-together into, here's another thing we can do together. Mm -hmm. That would have been my transition. Yeah, I, I panicked, you know. I was like, I have to get there now. We have to do this. <laughs> we have to do this now. We don't have time. Let's go. Yeah! Woo! So let's go to the maybe the 5% of stuff that we planned for on this episode. And, uh, yeah. you know. I also like how we finished the episode back on food. Yeah, right? <laughs> This is a very food-centric episode. It really is. Cool. So I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. <laughs> this week, this is a Discord-suggested uh, throwdown, by the way, coming from our very own community. This week, we have an 80s cartoon throwdown featuring Lino from the Thundercats versus He-Man from He-Man. <laughs> Ta-da! It's just not the same. <laughs> all right, so... Tale of the tape. 
All right, let's start. You do He-Man because I want to do Lino. <laughs> Done. All right, we'll start. We'll kick it off with He-Man, shall we? Yes. <clears throat> By the power of Grayskull, I give you He-Man's powers and abilities. Superhuman strength. So He-Man is characterized by his immense strength. Um, but it is rarely... We, uh, the specific uh, weight that he can lift, I don't think, is ever really uh, addressed. But he's very, 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 very strong. The other thing is, though, he's very he's largely nonviolent and only resorts to combat as a last resort. He'd rather use his brain muscles. Superhuman reflexes. He's got leadership abilities, and he's got a sword of power, which is virtually indestructible and can deflect rays, uh, magical or technological. It can also shoot energy beams out, and it can absorb energy. Due to this is my favorite part of the He-Man write-up. Due to the limitations of his clothes, he can rarely carry large items with him. He can only fit one. Um, he's be, he's been depicted as being able to blow using the full capacity of his lungs. A gust of wind so powerful to knock over most opponents. Uh, he can transform himself into a super a human tornado ability to run at high speed, creating a vacuum and the ability to rub his hands together so fast. You can turn sand into glass. So that is he man, very strong, uh, leadership and reflexes. That's the big takeaways. One of my favorite things, especially talks about his, uh, limitation to carry large items. It says the 1980s cartoon depicts He-Man sometimes carrying items in his chest plate and in some cases his belt. This has caused some irritation with fans who consider the latter cases embarrassing to the character. Because <laughs> we're so concerned about right. what's going on with him. I also love the fact that uh, the cartoon uh, gave He-Man a number of powers that many fans considered silly or over-cartoonish. It was a fucking cartoon. Right. Also a cartoon in the 80s, no less. Right. Like, All right. Anyway, tell us about Lino there, Doug. Uh, Lino has some very uh, specific strengths. So he's very strong, almost as strong as Panthro. Don't know who that is? Me either. He's capable of lifting and moving heavy objects like rocks and machinery. Like all other Thundercats, Lino possesses great agility, which he uses to his advantage in battles. Uh, he's also very brave and virtuous. He's ready to face any danger when defending his friends and allies. He's also quite intelligent, often using his wits to trick his enemies into submission and stopping their evil schemes. He often prefers to avoid violence when trying to solve any problems or defuse any threats. So He-Man and Lino both, you know, they're not going to escalate. But, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Lino's lack of maturity is his greatest weakness. Due to his still childlike mind... Lino can be impetuous at times and often acts in haste and anger without properly thinking about the consequences. Which is why I think it's weird that he's childish, but he still, like, doesn't like to solve... That doesn't seem like it makes sense, like he doesn't solve problems with violence. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of counterintuitive there. Um, also, his curiosity often makes him uh, end up in trouble because he's a cat. You alright? <laughs> there was a very loud bang over here, and I don't... Things happen by this window, and mm -hmm. it shouldn't, because I'm 14 <laughs> floors up. Like all Thundercats, thun Thundranium has a severely weak effect on Lino. Cool. 
Uh, the image of Thunder exploding is one that often haunts Lino. It's a memory that has left a deep impact on him. Don't know what any of that means. Uh, he carries with him the legendary sword, sword of Omens, which contains the Eye of Thundera, the source of the Thundercat's power. With this, he's able to counter almost any weapon that his enemies may attack him with, and the sword allows Lionel to summon his friends as well as give him sight beyond sight and warn him if any of his friends are in danger. Um, he also carries the Claw Shield on his waist. It's extremely strong and capable of blocking any sort of enemy fire. Who gives a shit? Uh, he's also a substantially good driver and can often be seen driving the Thunder Tank. Yeah. Definitely a good driver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think He-Man wins this. Easily. I, look, if He-Man's got a spray bottle, <laughs> it's game over. <laughs> I feel like with Lino's childlike mind... I don't think he's going to be very tactical. Okay. Yeah, and that's fair. First of all, these guys are written like 80s children's cartoons and that they're Absolutely. basically very overpowered. He's got a thing that can counter almost any attack. And he's got a shield that allows him to protect him from blah, 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 blah. It's, it's nonsense. It's absolute right. nonsense. They're, um, they're like DCOP. Yeah. But the thing is like... We don't see, like, He-Man has superhuman strength. He's got superhuman reflexes. He's got, right. you know, leadership and his sort of power and is able to create a human tornado. Um, Lion-O just seems to be just strong and probably agile because he's a cat. Yeah. Um, but I feel like he could be tricked. I feel like he could be baited. It says while he doesn't, you know, he tries not to solve anything, I think he could be, you know, he can act in haste and anger. I think he'd be easy to manipulate. And I think He-Man would... Take that and use it against him. And I think he would smash him. You I'll know? say this too. I mean, He-Man is master of the universe. Right. So, you know, there's that too. Yeah, I agree. Does Lionel have that on his CV? He doesn't. Sure doesn't. Sure nope. don't. Um, look, I, we've seen Lionel do some some impressive things with the Thundercats. He's, he's faced some formidable foes. But, uh, you know, f fucking He-Man, man. His sword is also yep. really weird, like Lino's His sword. sword grows. Yeah. Like his sword grows. Not unlike jousting or genital jousting, you know, in that game. That happens there too. Which, again, I feel like you put He-Man in there, and now we've got a battle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know. I know. But the thing is, yeah, if you just look, even just looking at the two of them, like their physiology standing next to each other, I just He-Man's got it. <laughs> oh my god. You know? Yeah. L-I-N-O Lion-O versus He-Man. I just have to see if I can find a picture of the two of them standing next to each other. I'm sorry. I just <gasps> sent you a... Whoa! What? There's a hold. There's a YouTube link for a channel called Death Battle and it's uh -huh. He-Man versus Lion-O. Oh, Did boy. not know that existed. Oh boy. We'll have to go back after this and, and see. Check the image I just sent you on Gchat and tell me that doesn't... That guy just looks like he's gonna lose. Alright? Without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt, uh, he's going to lose. Where is Doug's G-chat image? It <laughs> <laughs> he's got, like, the coked-out eyes. He's got, I want to like... see if I can somehow bring this over to... Uh, give me one second here. I want to see if I can do this for the for everyone that's watching right now. Because... You want me to just hold my phone up to the camera? No. Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> hold my phone up to the camera like this. Yeah, there you go. Oh, no, a little bit over. There you go. A little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Look at that guy. Look at him. He's like, ah! 
What are you doing in my litter box? This is mine! <laughs> Look at that! That's insane! Just check the Discord for both of them together. Oh, did you already drop in the Discord? My goodness. Uh, oh. Oh, no, I don't like this! I don't like this at all! Oh, <laughs> uh, did Jared pull another? Don't click no, on No, this is slotty. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, yeah, uh, man. Uh, I just, I, I gotta give it to, I gotta <laughs> give it to He-Man. Look, Lionel would probably, I'll say this, I bet you Lionel puts up a good battle, um, but at the end of the day, it's just, I feel like He-Man is, uh, He-Man's the victor. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's He-Man for the win. He-Man for the win! Boo, 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 boo! Boo, 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 boo! Boo! Um, yeah. That was, uh, that was what it was. Uh, also, quick memory I have of Thundercats. Both of these franchises, uh, I barely, I played with the toys, didn't follow the stories, don't have much memory of them. But I do remember one thing about the Thundercats. And when I think of Thundercats, I think of cat piss. And here's why: I used to have a very elaborate uh, Thundercats uh, castle that, with all the figurines, and it was in my basement, and my cat pissed all over it. So whenever I wanted to go play with those toys in that castle, it always smelled like cat piss. So. It's just that when I think of Thundercats, I think of cat piss. That's 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 just my story for you. Thanks, Abner will... Abner the cat. My mom named him Abner, Abner the cat. There Abner, yeah. Here, here's the thing. Uh, yes, like Slot has said, full immersion. That you know, that is what the Thundercats uh, layers smelled like. It was just cat piss. Everywhere. Of course. Yes. Even if they had indoor plowing, which they obviously didn't, it would still reek in there all the time. Absolutely. So your cat was just really giving you the. Full feeling of playing Thundercats. I mean, my cat Abner wanted it. He's like, "This is mine." Psst. Right. He's like, "I get this. This speaks to my story." That's right. This this is my story. Lion, oh these these balls, you know. Yeah, am I right? <laughs> Abner had a weird way of talking. <laughs> Old Abner sounded like sounded like Todd Hammer for some reason. I don't know. It was really weird. He was. <sighs> anyway, uh, we're doing a, a Thundercats remake. <laughs> I've got the perfect person for you. Have you seen Abner the cat? <laughs> he doesn't He's give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck about anything. He's, he could play a Lino or Panthra. <laughs> Panthro? Panthra? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I don't know. I'm a big fan of Pantheons, you know? I was watching Small Wonder in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Justin, for this week, what do we got? What do you got to recommend? You know what? I'm going to recommend Small Wonder. Go check that out. Uh, such a good show. Uh, not creepy in the slightest. Um, I would actually say Mythic Quest Season 2 um, on Apple TV+. Plus. It is uh, Season 2 is uh, so far proven to be pretty good. I really liked the first season. Uh, Doug, I don't, did you ever watch that season or not? No. No? Okay. I do think you would like it because it's there are... I understand a lot of the jokes. I think there are jokes that are definitely going over my head because I'm not a gamer that I think you would truly appreciate. It's one of those shows that I think they did their kind of like Silicon Valley did where, sure. you know, they had programmers come in and uh, consult on the script. Yeah. I almost guarantee you they have gamers coming in to consult on this script because it gets real, real deep into MMOs. So uh, Mythic Quest season two is, is currently being released every Friday and then again, check out Ted Lasso. While you're over on Apple TV Plus, check out Ted. Check out Ted. Um, I'm late to the game on this one, but I definitely recommend the anime series called Demon Slayer. It's currently uh, only has one season, and it's on Netflix. 
Um, it's really cool. Essentially, follows a uh, boy whose entire family gets slaughtered by a demon, and his sister actually becomes a demon, and he does his best to try and save her. And he learns the ways of the uh, demon slayers and how to fight them, and it's actually pretty cool. Um, there's some elements of it that I find annoying, but all in all, it's it's beautifully drawn. Uh, the story is pretty fun, and it's got some really cool anime tropes that I enjoy. So you can check that out on Netflix now. I think it's 26 episodes in their season. And they just actually had a movie that came out as sort of like is the next uh, part of the story, which I haven't seen, but I've heard good things about it. So y'all can check that shit out. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You can also check out MindGap on all of our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Also, don't forget to check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Uh, drop us a follow there. Turn on the notification and know whenever we go live. We typically record all of our podcasts Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Central, and we do our live video game streams Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central as well. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Uh, hit the subscribe button, and you can watch all of our episodes there as well as any highlights from our shows and our streams. And don't forget to follow Justin as well. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, all the places where you can find them and consume them. And while you're there, share us, rate us, review us, subscribe, all the things we asked at the top of the show. The big one is sharing. means a lot to us. And then 2East8th.com slash MindGap and 2East8th in general. That's 2 east Eight th uh, find us on the social medias and keep an eye out for some good shit good shit is coming y'all heard it here y'all better listen all right that being said thank you all for hanging out with us and uh you know really honestly justin thank you doug i mean this i say this but i mean this thank you and i say twitch thank you especially limited rollo thank you for asking questions it's always a pleasure to have you around and listeners uh thank you but thank you more if you would come and be twitch fans as well so but thank you anyways Yes, and you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.